0: We will focus on all aspects of the perinatal period with special attention to reducing our maternal mortality rate. This podcast is brought to you through a cooperative agreement with the Alliance for Innovation on Maternal Health.
1: Welcome to the Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee podcast brought to you by the Tennessee Initiative for Perinatal Quality Care. I am Dr. Jessica Young, the recent past TIPQC Maternal Medical Director and an Associate Professor at Vanderbilt University Medical Center and the director of Firefly, which is a comprehensive treatment program for pregnant and postpartum people. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Kristen Zack. Kristen is the deputy director of the overdose response coordinator at the Tennessee Department of Health. In this role, she oversees allocation of funding to the areas of the state most acutely impacted by the overdose epidemic, and in addition to funding, provides training, technical assistance, monitoring and oversight of 30 overdose prevention response activities throughout the state. Kristen has over 20 years of experience in government in both health and human service agencies in the areas of program management, administration, policy, and government and community affairs. Before working at the Department of Health, Kristen served as the senior advisor for health and wellness policy for the mayor of Nashville. And most interesting for us today, Kristen has really been involved in the new Find Help Now Tennessee website that was just released. FindHelpNowTennessee.org features a near real-time treatment opening locator for substance misuse that guides individuals to available treatment openings based on factors such as the type of treatment needed, insurance programs and payment methods, gender identity, in or out patient treatment options, and location. Facilities on the site are asked to update the availability of their residential inpatient and outpatient services regularly to ensure the most current information is available. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm you, excited to be here. You are so welcome, and we are so excited to talk about this. Um, it is so important for us at TIPQC to highlight programs and services that treat and pregnant and postpartum people with substance use disorder, as that has such a huge impact on both moms and babies, but also on our maternal mortality rates in Tennessee. So thank you for joining us. So to start off, we would just like to learn a little bit about you and how you got involved in public health.
2: Well, that's a good question, because my journey to public health has definitely not been a straight line. So years ago, after completing an MPA, I spent most of my career in government always working in various health and human service agencies and many years in doing programmatic type of work. So program management and oversight, I spent most of my career in New York City government. And then we moved to Nashville about six years ago. And I've been focused in public health for the past six years. So as you mentioned, I'm currently working in at the overdose response coordination office of the Tennessee Department of Health. And we focus on implementing interventions to prevent and respond to the overdose epidemic. And really, I'm so passionate and interested in what I'm doing that I decided to go back to school last year at my late age and, and work towards an MPH. So I'm doing that now and I'm concentrating in addiction and overdose.
1: Oh, that's amazing. So needed more attention and focus on that area for sure. So tell us about the new website, Find Help Now TN and how did it start?
2: Well, it's interesting because During our planning for activities for our office, our our office is relatively new. It's about maybe about four and a half years. It was a a newly uh, developed office for the Tennessee Department of Health. And when we were kind of going through and deciding what we were going to focus on, one need that was identified was for like a centralized resource portal that the public and also providers and other loved ones, even patient navigators, social workers could use to have like a one-stop place to find treatment resources for substance use disorder in Tennessee. So in my job, we work with a lot of we kind of sponsor a lot of patient navigation type of programs and our navigators would have their resource directories that they would develop themselves with what was available in their own communities and they would become outdated, you know, these were like paper documents that would become outdated really easily and we were also receiving feedback from Providers that they had a hard time navigating the system and finding treatment resources for their patients. So, we had identified it as a need before we even knew about Find Help Now. So, we wrote it into our first grant that we were going to develop some kind of resource directory. I don't think we really knew what that would involve. I don't think we probably didn't budget enough money to really do that from scratch. And then we learned about Find Help Now. So, the website was developed by the state of Kentucky, they were already a, a couple in years into development and implementation of that and we were invited to attend a meeting hosted by the Kentucky Injury Prevention and Research Center. So, they're kind of the they're the entity in Kentucky our counterpart, let's say. They manage the same grant that we do from the CDC. So, and they actually were being funded by the CDC to take what they had developed because it was so successful and to try to replicate it in other states and jurisdictions. And it was through like a, they, they got like additional money to to be able to do that. So we went to the meeting, we learned more about what they had done. We were really impressed and we signed on pretty quickly developed, you know, an MOU with them and um, got to work on customizing a site for Tennessee. So the great thing about it is the state of Kentucky customized the site for us using their platform for free. So we had that resource kind of developed. um, And then we had to, the big part of our job was to work on onboarding providers because the website is only as good as how many providers we have on it. So obviously the more providers that we can get onboarded to the site, the better searches that that people are going to have in, in any of our communities in Tennessee. So that was kind of our big push. We worked on onboarding for at least, I would say, like a year and a half, and we launched the site last year.
1: What types of resources are available on the site? Okay, so I think you mentioned
2: Find help Now is a near, we call it a near real-time treatment locator for substance use disorder treatment. So people who are in need of treatment or their loved ones, medical providers, patient navigators can search the website and they can search for treatment by location by the type of treatment that they're looking for, or they can indicate that they don't know. And they can also search by payment type. They can learn about inpatient and outpatient treatment options in Tennessee or in their own communities, including those that provide services to the uninsured. They can also filter their searches by if they have some kind of particular needs, like they can indicate that they're either pregnant, or postpartum and they can also indicate if they have like a mental health diagnosis and they need more of a dual diagnosis program. So anyone who goes in can search by any of those parameters and the searches will populate based on whatever is closest to their location or what they search by. And then another key feature of the website is that which makes it different than other kinds of search directories is that the providers and the facilities that are onboarded to the site consistently update their information. So they're going in on a regular basis and saying, say, okay, say it's a residential facility. If they have a hundred beds, then they could indicate that at this moment they have 10 beds that are available. And so what that will do is it'll indicate when you search by provider that there'll be a little check mark next to them. It'll be in green and it'll say currently accepting patients. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really important because the other kind of feedback that we get from our navigators and other people who are trying to help place people into treatment is that you can make a lot of calls and you might get a lot of no's or we have a waiting list, we're not taking patients right now. And that can be a really frustrating process. And we know that people who are ready to go into treatment, sometimes there can be a small window. And if they get discouraged, then that can be really dangerous. It can lead to relapse. So we want to be able to get people the help that they need as quickly as possible. So that's kind of how the near real-time feature works. The website also has a resources section. So if you click on that, it provides useful information on addiction from trusted sources. So we have probably about 25 one-pagers that are on different topics. There's one For example, on neonatal abstinence syndrome, there's one like, what is medication-assisted treatment? And it just provides useful information from trusted sources and also written in very lay terms that would be understandable to anyone.
1: Why is a website like this an important resource? We know that the healthcare and the
2: behavioral health system can be really hard to navigate. Resources are really limited, especially for those who lack medical insurance and at least in the people that we see in our programs, like through our navigation programs, the majority of them don't have medical insurance. And we know that nationally, only about one in 10 people in need of treatment access it, right? So we had heard from providers, also from home visiting programs and patient navigators that people need one place to go, a centralized resource where they can go to find help and then we also like i mentioned the near real time feature provides that up to date information so that you know when you're going in that the providers that are coming up in your search because they will be prioritized first if they're taking if they're taking new patients so you have a pretty good idea that if you call that provider then they are taking new patients and that can cut down on the frustration that can be experienced when somebody's looking for help only to be told multiple times that there's a waiting list or they're not accepting new patients Because people need that resource now. So that's why we we think it's really important to have this kind of up to date portal that's just for Tennessee and also provides that extra information on capacity in the system that facilities are actually taking new patients at that time.
1: This reminds me of a study that was actually done at Vanderbilt that looked at the cold called hired actors, cold called MAT providers from a list of MIT providers from SAMHSA or or a government agency like that, and asked them, try to get an appointment, and half of them told them that they were pregnant, half of them told that they weren't. But a huge percentage of those calls, even before they actually got into the pregnancy details, were either wrong numbers or provider didn't do MAT or never did do MAT. Mm -hmm. And then of the ones that they successfully got to a treatment provider, a significant number either didn't take insurance or didn't take, didn't see pregnant people. And I think just illustrates what you're talking about, the need Mm -hmm. for real-time information that patients themselves can access that, where they're not going to hit stumbling block after stumbling block.
2: Yeah, and that's the kind of feedback that we got with some of the national resources that are available. I mean, all well intentioned and good resources, but it's extremely difficult to, <laughs> I think, to stay on top of that consistent updating. So, on our site, I don't know if I mentioned in this granular kind of detail, but there's a requirement the providers update, and it depends. So, if they're an inpatient provider, they have to update more often because. The feedback that the state of Kentucky got when they were developing their their site was that with inpatient providers, you're dealing with real real estate with beds, and they can't just increase capacity very easily. Mm-hmm. Whereas with outpatient providers, they can if they have the staffing. So inpatient providers actually have to update every nine days. Now, the updating process is very simple. It's just basically going in saying, you said you had this many beds, this many are open at this time. So it's maybe a five-minute process, but they get warnings on day three, day seven, and then on day nine, they actually become unpublished in the site, which means they would not come up in a search. They're archived, they're still in the site, and then if they update their information, then they become published again. But we really think that near real-time feature is really important. So... We do require that updates are done. Not it's not <laughs> just like a suggestion. And then with outpatient providers, they only have to update every three months because it's just it's just not as a dynamic of a system. So yeah, so you have a pretty good idea when you're searching. I mean, availability can change on a day to day, hour to hour basis. So obviously, it's not that up to date. But you have a pretty good idea when you're searching that if you if you see a uh, facility that you might be interested in that that they're taking patients, if they say they.
1: How would a provider go about getting listed on this site? Okay,
2: so it's a fairly easy process. Now, what happens is the best way to do it actually is to go to findhelpnowtn.org. And if you click on contact us, then there is a page that comes up that says list your treatment facility. You basically just put in your contact information and send it. And then the team Find Help Now will contact you and they'll send an onboarding package. And so basically what the onboarding package is, it's a video that shows people how to onboard to the site. And there's also like a PDF with instructions, paper instructions. Most of our providers, we've been able to find that they can kind of onboard themselves. But there's also a hotline and there's a website, not a website, email address for people who want Help onboarding. But basically, they go in and they fill out their information. So that's the longest part of what the provider has to do. They basically have to fill out their profile. Their name and address should be in there because that's been pre populated. And we did that using the Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services licensure list. So they should be able to find their facility and go in there and they put in information like the types of treatment that they have available, their policies and procedures their intake numbers, their hours, all that kind of information that allows to them to them us to create like a very informative provider profile. And then they just push a button that says request to publish. And we have a team that just quickly looks it over a little bit to make sure there's no typos and that kind of thing. And then they go ahead and publish them on the site. And at that point, they will be live and they will be searchable. And they'll also, their clock will start ticking on the updating.
1: How are patients able to use the site? I think you you touched a little bit about this, but walk us through what that would look like for a patient to, or a person who's interested in services. Yeah. So you would
2: just go to findhelpnowtn.org tn.org. And you are going to come to the homepage and you can search right from the homepage. So basically there's a a field that says who needs help and you can put in myself, or if you're looking for like a friend or loved one or a client or patient, you can put in your gender. You don't have to, but you can, there is a couple of buttons where you can indicate that you have a mental health diagnosis. And so it would populate programs to the top that serve patients that were dual diagnosis you can put in a location. So that can either be by zip code or you can put in the name of your city or county. And then you can search by put in type of treatment. So that you know you might want to do residential, outpatient, or you can say that you're not sure. And you can search by payment type. So say you have 10 care. And if you search by 10 care, then facilities that are take that accept 10 care will and will populate to the top, basically. And then you just press search. When you press search, a number of facilities will come up. And and again, it'll like populate those to the top that meet your search criteria. And you can click on a facility and it'll give information on that facility. So there's a section where it kind of like shows it allows the provider to describe their facility. They can attach a brochure. There'll be contact information, where are they? A map will populate so you can see where they are. It'll give their hours, the number for their intake center, their hotline, their website. And then it'll give information on like what types of treatment they provide, the populations that they serve, if they have uh, staff that are proficient in languages other than English and their accepted forms of payment. And then there's also some information if they provide additional services outside of substance use disorder treatment. So for example, if they provided HIV testing or something like that, or mental health services, then that that would be in that section. So it just kind of provides some information so that a patient can see, okay, this might be a facility that would be a fit for me. And then you would know that they were accepting patients. And so then you would just give them a call from there.
1: Great. How Do you have any data on how many people have used the website or feedback you've received from people using it?
2: So we've gotten a lot of good feedback. I mean, mostly on my end, I talk to a lot of providers. So I've demoed the site, I don't know how many times, dozens of <laughs> dozens of times, and we do get really good feedback when we demo it as far as like how user-friendly it is, how easy it is to onboard, and kind of how easy it is to navigate the site. One thing that it's not, sometimes providers think when we first reach out to them that this is more of like a case management tool or a patient bed matching, which is really not that. It's really a resource directory. So it provides that information and then the patient can take the next step. The other thing I want to say is we do work hand in hand with the Tennessee Redline, sponsored by TATUS, because This is not like a competitive thing. We work collaboratively because they have a hotline and we have a website and those are two different things. So sometimes somebody would rather talk to a human and sometimes they would rather search on a site. So their number is prominently displayed across the top. So that kind of provides an extra resource for people who are looking.
1: Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, I mean...
2: Basically, we want to get the word out on this because this site, it's only as good as the people who who use it and the providers who are onboarded. So obviously, like the more providers that we have onboarded, the better the site is and the better searches that people are going to be able to do. So first, we want providers to know if you're not currently on findhelpnow.org, then we want you to be onboarded to the site. It's open for all licensed providers that provide substance use disorder treatment. So the easiest way is to go to findhelpnowtion.org and go to contact us and just fill out the little form. And then you will receive correspondence back on how to be onboarded to the site. So it's a free resource for you. It's free advertising. So we want everybody to do that. And then for people in need in the community, or if you have loved ones that are in need, we think this is a a great start, a great resource to use kind of help take the first step, right? This is the first step towards the journey to recovery. So we encourage anyone in the public or if you have family members or friends who are in need to use the resource and go to findhelpnowtm.org.
1: I want to thank you so much. This is such important, life-saving work. And I hope that we can get the word out for our listeners, our OBGYN and pediatric colleagues who I'm sure will find this site to be a really important resource for, for patients. And so I really appreciate you joining us today and thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been fun. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee, presented by TipQC. TipQC is funded under a grant contract with the state of Tennessee. Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee is brought to you through a cooperative agreement with the Alliance for Innovation on Maternal Health. Do you have ideas for a future guest or topic, or even have a question you would like answered on upcoming episodes? Visit www.tipqc.org. That's TIPQC.org and click on podcast to submit suggestions and questions to our podcast team. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to be the first to know when new episodes are available and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube to stay in the loop with our active projects and other relevant news relating to perinatal health in Tennessee.